Swimsuit? Check. Sunscreen? Check. Phone charger? Check. Don't forget to pack the 5-Hour Energy. It fits great in a pocket or carry-on, and the alert feeling will help you arrive ready for anything. Now get 20% off when you use code 5HETRAVEL at 5HourEnergy.com. Expires April 30th. One-time use only. Not valid with other discounts. Remember, visit 5HourEnergy.com and use code 5HETRAVEL to save 20%. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Taste it in the air, everybody. It's that magical time of the year, and it's upon us. Unbelievable stuff. We have made it. Congratulations to you. Congratulations to all the fans out there, and mostly congratulations to me. We have made it through the offseason of college basketball. It's been a long time since USC was stomping all over Kansas basketball back in March Madness and really making them feel it. But we've made it. It's a new season. It's a brand new roster of players. And I have opinions today. It's not all going to be sunshine and rainbows today, folks. So you better tune in to what is sure to be, I think, a really interesting episode today of the Believe in Jayhawks basketball show and the Believe Podcast Network, your number one podcast home for professionals. We believe in our teams. Do you believe? Here's what I believe. I think there's a major issue at Kansas basketball. And I think there's something rotten at the core. And I'm going to get to it in just a moment. If that's not a tease, I don't know what is. My name is Jonas Nordman. Happy to speaking with you. As it is on the cusp of college basketball season for real. Kansas went in there and handled business against the Hernets of Emporia State, beating them by 26 points. And as they say, it wasn't even that close. Not that it matters. Emporia State is there for the experience. I, of course, have opinions on the game. I have observations. Yeah, Kansas is going to be good. It gets for real. This will be our last episode ahead of KU taking on Michigan State next Tuesday in the Champions Classic. Duke and Kentucky on the other side. Kansas and Michigan State, I believe, in the early game. 7 Eastern? Maybe I'll have to double check. You'll figure it out. Michigan State doesn't look to be in a vintage form this year, but I'm not going to do a full breakdown. I'm not going to do a Big 12 preview either today. I don't think I'm going to have time. I, I would rather spend more time talking about the game that happened and really getting some early impressions. And again, I kind of want to do my editorial in just a second. But again, Jonas Nordman at Joe Nasty 90 on Twitter. For any opinions you may have, which you may, after I get through with the next segment. Also on Instagram, if you want to shoot me a, a DM, slide head first right into my DMs at JonasN310. Hope you had a great Halloween. I, for one, am very glad that Halloween is finished. One, that means that college basketball is essentially here. 
exhibition games, closed-door scrimmages happening all across the country. But also, like, in this era of positivity, right, why are we dressing up? Let's be ourselves. I'm just kidding. You do what you want. So I hope you had fun. It was a Halloween on a weekend. Always a raucous time, I'm sure. Some people took it a little bit too far, actually, for the Jayhawks. So here's what I want to go with. Again, believe in Jayhawks basketball show. Let's get all the details out there so you can write into me. Let me know how you feel. At JonasD90 on Twitter. At JonasN310 on the gram. So I want to preface this by saying, yes, we all make dumb decisions when we are young. Yes, I completely understand. And I think I have a better understanding of the fact when 18 to 20-year-olds get a little booze in them, when they live their lives with a bit of a God complex, right? You have everyone in their mother's sort of kissing your feet, worshiping the ground you, you walk on, especially in Lawrence, Kansas. And I am certainly not above that. I've been a student at Lawrence. I have ogled at the athletes as they walk by. Oh, my God. It's Thomas Robinson. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's Jeff Withy. So I get it. I'm in my early 30s now. Ooh. And I still act like a dumbass sometimes. I've never done anything, though, police-related. And so... Here's the thing about what happened with Jalen Wilson. I am not putting all the blame at Jalen's feet. He put out the PR statement, whether he truly means this when what he wrote that he will show that he will be a better man and that he is going to prove to everyone that he has learned from his mistakes. If that's the case, awesome learning experience. If it's all just PR BS, you did what you had to do, Jalen. But this isn't about necessarily Jalen and his suspension. Technically, it's a three-game suspension since he's missing the first three games of the regular season. For Kansas fans, it's a full four-game suspension because we care about exhibition games and we actually watch them. (laughs) So he's suspended for four games. DUI, driving under the influence, suspicion of driving under the influence. doesn't matter. He's suspended, right? Ahead of a big game. A young man who initially was going to commit to Michigan, right? Ahead of playing Michigan State. The Champions Classic, huge television opportunity. A lot of casual sports fans will watch the Champions Classic, then tune out till March. This is your chance to get in front of people. There's a butt ton of NBA scouts that are in that arena. This is a tough blow for Jalen Wilson. A bed granted that he made himself. But... I think there is an accountability issue with Kansas basketball. So Bill Self is going into, I believe, his 19th season as the head man for the Hawks hoops. Unbelievable. And I will resume my brown nosing of Bill Self probably later on this episode when we talk about actual basketball. And again, I will throw in the caveat of Kids are kids, even though they're on national TV, even though they now can sign name, image, and likeness endorsement deals. How about Remy Martin, that Camry, huh? Pretty sick. 
These are still 18 to 21, 22 year olds. In the case of Mitch Lightfoot and Perry Ellis, these are 18 to 36 year olds. But there's a, a troubling trend that I dug into, and this is all off of memory. This is just me remembering the things that have popped up over the years. So if you want to be the highest paid employee, public employee of a state, and you're going to make your wares and earn that money by dealing with 18 to 20-year-olds, you got to be held accountable. So these are the legal issues I remembered just off the top of my head with a little research to make sure that these actually happened. All relatively recent, but certainly all during the tenure of Bill Self. Sharon Collins, do you remember? He exposed himself and rubbed his wiener on someone in an elevator. Markeith Morris, before he even played a game for Kansas, was arrested. Again, some of it might be harmless. Some of it may say, what's the big deal? There was police reports for this. And it's a lack of accountability, responsibility, and just practical thinking. Markeith Morris shot a BB gun from the Jayhawker Towers and struck a woman down in the courtyard. Did she die? No. It was a minor boo-boo, but it was dumb. Uh, who remembers Mario Little? Again, I believe the story was he caught his girlfriend cheating on him with a baseball player. But what he did was shove that girl into a sink. Police report, hefty suspension for Mario Little. LeGerald Vick times two. Remember in the midst of what was a pretty special 2017 season when Kansas couldn't get out of their own way? And it was the humongous article about how LeGerald Vick, and I think maybe Josh Jackson was there too, kicking a girl outside of, and I forget the name of the bar. It's like Anchor Club or something. Yacht Club, that's what it was. And it was actually recommended that LeGerald Vic be put on probation. Oh, and then the fact that he just mysteriously disappeared from the team in the middle of the 2019 season. I'm sure, that, I'm sure he was totally being on the up and up there. Carlton Bragg, crashing a car. Oh, crashing a car that belonged to a booster. So that's not necessarily a legal issue, but he did crash a car. Speaking of Carlton Bragg, he got suspended because he broke drug protocols because there was a rape investigation at the Kansas basketball dorms, the new ones. I think McCarthy Hall, right? Doesn't necessarily involve them, but it's under their watch. And the players called in as witnesses, guys like Frank Mason, other members of that team's roster. Silvio DeSosa. And I'm not even talking about the NCAA stuff yet. This is all just quote unquote legal issues. Sylvia DeSosa busting some guy's eyeball. Tyshawn Taylor got suspended, right? What was it? A couple times. I mentioned it last week. Did he have some green stuff? Did he bring a friend, a quote unquote friend to Allen Fieldhouse? Still got suspended, right? Oh, and did we forget way early in Bill Self's tenure when J.R. Giddens got stabbed at a bar? Recruited by Roy Williams, yes, but was convinced and coached by Bill Self to stay at Kansas. 
There was the fight with the football team. And now there's a DUI issue with Jalen Wilson. And that's all before the NCAA stuff. And I use that as an overarching term, not necessarily the ongoing investigation that Kansas is dealing with because of the NCAA stuff. Regardless of how you feel about that organization, I know there's controversy right now about what happened with Oklahoma State, this and that, boo-hoo, Mike Boynton. Even if it's all ridiculous, those were the rules, those were the parameters. And, and yes, I think the stuff that did with Adidas is a little ridiculous. Right? Oh, my God, they, they have voicemail saying that they offered Zion Williamson $20,000, but he ended up at Duke. But Duke's got no issues, right? That's fine. Like, I get it. But it does throw a wrench into your season when you have to deal with the absences of Cliff Alexander, Josh Selby, Sheck Diallo, Silvio DeSosa, and Carlton Bragg. So Bill Self's going into his 19th season, and I just wasted about five minutes going over legal issues for the Kansas basketball program. And you're saying... What's the big deal? Kids are kids. It's dumb. This is going to happen when you work with this age range. I think it's been heightened a bit, especially this week. Jalen Wilson suspended for a DUI. And you know what came out like the very next day? You know why a DUI is an issue? You know why a lack of responsibility is a problem and lack of accountability within this program is a problem? Who saw the player who's kind of within the same age group. The wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders, Henry Ruggs III, drunk driving, twice the legal limit in Las Vegas, going, what, 156 miles per hour? Killed someone. So no, shooting a BB gun is not the biggest deal in the world. And kids will be kids. But there are... Bigger things than basketball at at stake here. So I think there's a major accountability problem with Bill Self because no matter what the support staff and what their roles are, whatever the team managers are supposed to do, it goes right back to the top with the guy who is making millions of dollars off of the backs of these guys being on the court first and foremost and not being a danger to the city of Lawrence, Kansas. So either the programs they do at the beginning of the season being like, let's be responsible, guys. Here's a PowerPoint presentation. Don't do this. Don't do that. Whether the motivational speakers aren't doing the work, whether they need to tell the managers, look, you are scheduled for Friday. You are scheduled for Saturday. You guys need to be available. You need to be available so guys can get rides. You need to be available to be the eyes and ears for these guys. Yes, that maybe that sounds like a bit much, but whatever they're doing is not working because it seems to be an every other year pace for Kansas basketball. Thank God Jalen Wilson is only missing basketball games. Yes, dealing with the police as well. But could you imagine if he affected somebody's life like Henry Ruggs? Henry Ruggs' life for the foreseeable future is over. So I'm going to go to the extreme here. This is a results-oriented media world now. We are in the world of Twitter where it's got to be opinions. Matter of fact, 
nothing in between. So if you want some sort of solution, which obviously there's people above me with higher pay grades that can figure out a solution, they probably don't feel there's any, any problem. Jalen Wilson got a suspension. We'll move on. It's behind us. Someone needs to bring this up, though, I think. Because it's frankly embarrassing that right before the season starts, one of the top players on your team and a guy who could really have a special season is getting suspended for a DUI. How good are your friends that they know how special your season could be, your future, what it could be? Like, all right, see you, Jalen. I know they're wasted. Like, I know. So how about this? How about every time a Kansas basketball player ends up on the police blotter? How about Bill Self gets fined? I'll start at a million. You think that might incentivize him to make sure that kind of stuff doesn't happen? I'll even knock it down to like 800K. On top of that, how about a $100,000 fine for his support staff, for the assistant coaches? They only make what, like 800000 whatever it is. So that takes off an eighth of their salary. Sucks. Maybe that'll incentivize everyone to make sure Kansas basketball players are not pushing ladies into sinks, not kicking the sides of cars, not kicking female students, not driving drunk. How's that? They won't like that. Some of you may not like that. That You may think I'm overreacting here. Maybe I'm overreacting to what happened with Henry Ruggs. I don't think so. I think there's a stain right now in Kansas basketball, and I think it's a little ridiculous that I have to worry every single year that Kansas's roster could look a little different over the course of the year due to some dumbass legal issue. The NCAA, this again, this is not even including Sheck Diallo and his tribulations with the NCA, Josh Selby, Cliff Alexander, who missed March because of NCAA issues. This is pure. I was going to say moral compass. That's not, not necessarily the truth. Just being good citizens, I guess. God forbid there's some good citizens out there. So what do you think? I mean, 19th season, and I named off one, two, three. I'll just do LeGerald Vick as one, not even as two things where he got kicked off the team. Four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's nine legal issues that I just remembered. Didn't even do like a full research of what else there could be. Maybe it's my fault. Maybe we're too worried about the recruits, right? Maybe we're too worried about the stars next to their names. Maybe that's on me. Maybe I should be more like, yeah, but what's this guy's background? Like, is he going to not drive drunk? That might be too tough. Again, I will throw in the caveat of, Kids are dumb. Kids with a God complex are even dumber. But we saw what happens when you think you're invincible, right? Look what happened in Las Vegas. You think you're invincible. You think you can get away with whatever you want. The NFL has a drunk driving program that you can call. And yet he still got in his souped up Corvette and drove over 150 miles per hour. 
two times over the legal limit, and now someone's dead. No, the Las Vegas Raiders and Kansas basketball are not a linear thing, and this is a Kansas basketball show. But the same week that a player gets suspended for DUI and the same week that a player kills someone while driving drunk, I'm sorry, it's a natural progression for me. So I think there's a lack of accountability. I think the proof is pretty clearly in the pudding right here. And I think things are a little too loosey-goosey out there on Naismith Drive. You need more proof that things are loosey-goosey, that's not necessarily an airtight ship. If everyone's doing the cheating in the NCAA, then why is it that some programs had their information leaked out? How is it that Zion goes to Duke, clearly gets paid to be there, and I know that one lawyer was criticizing them, but Coach K is about to retire, and he's going to be have a glowing view about him. Nothing has come out. As if, right? You know it's not a clean life down there in Durham. You know it's not clean living down there in Chapel Hill. You know it's not clean living down there in Lexington. But why is it? And maybe it's just loose lips at Adidas, in which case you got to cut those loose lips. You want to make your wares dealing with teenagers. You got to accept the consequences of dealing with teenagers. That's my point. Let's do better. And let's have this be somewhat of a respectable program right now. Yeah, everyone's going to forget in a month. I know. Jalen Wilson will play again. He's going to have to earn his spot back because the rotation looked... There's a lot of players he's going to have to beat out for that lineup. Uh, but let me know your thoughts. Is this too much? Is this not enough, what I'm saying? Again, people want results. People want opinions. So I say, find the coaches every time something like this happens. I think they'll do a little bit more to make sure it doesn't happen after that. That's just me. Again, you know where to find me. I am Jonas Nordman on Twitter at JoeNasty90, on Instagram at JonasN310. I mean, I still think back to that 2017 season. What a great team that was. Frank Mason Player of the Year. And yet, at some point, they're in the middle of the year, right before that Kentucky game, right? They went to Lexington and they beat them somewhat miraculously, considering all the circumstances. There was like an article every other week about the, the team and the roster. That was the LeGerald Vick outside the Yacht Club. That was that season. But there, there just seemed to be something every week that, with that team. And we know with Josh Jackson, since he's moved on to the NBA, maybe not the clearest thinker of being a good citizen. Should we talk about some real basketball? Hey, the Jayhawks look pretty good on the court. I'll get back to Brown nosing Bill Self. Is there anyone I would want coaching this team from a X's and O's, from a program builder? No. I think he's the best coach out there. In term, especially in terms of someone who gets Kansas basketball, who appreciates Allen Fieldhouse, appreciates the fan base, appreciates what goes into this program. And maybe that's the issue. Maybe we want someone to be such a caretaker and just to paper over everything. So kind of like a veneer, what we see on the courts twice a week is what we truly want to see. Maybe he's doing exactly what we're asking. And maybe we have to take an introspective look at ourselves. How's that? I don't need to be all blame all the time. Basketball. 
Kansas, 86. Emporia State, 60. Kansas basically didn't score for the last three minutes of the game. Didn't matter. And I have points, and I have thoughts about the rotation, about the players. The big headline coming out of that was Remy Martin. Not necessarily for his production, which was tangible. I mean, Remy ended up with 15 points in 18 minutes played. But it was more about how Bill Self looked to be frustrated. Jesse Newell had some great tweets during the game about Remy Martin was going on essentially a personal 10-0 run, and Bill Self was dejected the entire time. Yeah, the shot selection was not perfect, but honestly, I'm here for it because the biggest issue Kansas had last year was the guy who just went and could put the biscuit in the basket. Yeah, maybe don't force it with like 25 seconds on the shot clock. Let's run some action. Let's see if we can get David McCormack a good look inside. Let's see if we can get Ochai Baji an open corner three with that much tighter looking jumper, which I'll get to in just a second. But this is a guy who can go get himself a bucket. And I am here for that. The roster looks bloated, which is kind of a good thing, even though I know that word has a negative connotation. (laughs) But there's options. There's guys who have to redshirt. Kyle Cuff, you're going to have to redshirt. Dave Armstrong on the broadcast mentioned how he's supposed to be a senior in high school anyways. Let the guy get some seasoning on the bench and redshirt him. You can see the talent for the kid, but he ain't going to play this year. Zach Clements, his feet looked slow. The talent, I can see it there. Good touch around the rim, good size, especially for a freshman. But I thought his feet looked a little slow. Uh, Wouldn't mind him redshirting, working on his foot speed, working on his body, working on his skill set. Even K.J. Adams, who I thought had some really good glue guy moments, like the the box score doesn't necessarily jump out at you for K.J. Adams with his two points, plus minus 13, though, for K.J., that's not, the good, that's not the right stat to look at in this game. But he's athletic, made good passes, floats around the rim. Raw, for sure. Maybe a retro candidate as well. I wouldn't be surprised. So the big story coming in was, whoa, Chris Tehan got the start. Bill Self sending a message to Remy Martin. How crazy is this? Remy, how you feeling? Did you get that message? How quickly people forget that Bill Self always starts program guys for the exhibition games, right? Ooh, Remy Martin must not be practicing well. Yeah, totally. Chris Tehan for sure was going to start that Michigan State game. This happens every year. I know Bill Self said he needed to rattle, quote-unquote, rattle some cages. But I thought Matt Tate had the perfect tweet. There are a ton of seniors on this team. Senior day is against Texas, who last week I mentioned is going to be really, really good. Very last game of the year. That's a game you really cannot give away any possessions, even for the first 30 seconds of it. Chris Tehan probably not going to get his senior day start against Texas. Give him the preseason start. Let him start the second half. Chris Tehan still only played six minutes. Wow. What a cage rattler. I bet Remy Martin was sitting there saying, boy, I got to watch out for this guy. The guy who got taken out after two minutes in the second half, after the first TV timeout in the first half. Every single year, 
program guys start preseason games over incoming freshmen, over transfers, when there have been other transfers. Like this was not – when I saw that Chris T. Ham was starting, I didn't immediately go, ooh, what's happening here? No, it was, okay, let the guy who's put in the work start the game that doesn't matter. Not a big deal. In terms of the actual basketball, I made this point a couple of weeks ago when Bill Self had the quote saying we might see Remy Martin and DeWan Harris play together. Now, granted, this was before Jalen Wilson got suspended. But I think it might be necessary, actually. Now, I don't know how DeWan Harris and his outside shot are looking because he didn't attempt a three-point shot. His only points were scored on layups. But here's why I'm all of a sudden warming to the idea. And after the game, Bill Self said, yeah, dewan has been one of our best players. He's starting. So this isn't even me. Like, I, I thought this, I wrote, I have a little notepad. Like, I wrote this during the game. And then Bill somewhat agreed. But why I think I like the idea of the two of them playing together a decent amount is one, I think for defensive purposes, Bill Self's not loving Remy Martin's defense. Remy Martin's a little too reachy when he D's up. He's energetic. He's going to pick you up at midcourt. But the feet looked a little slow as well for Remy Martin. Still learning the system, right? And Dewan Harris is an excellent defender. So even though Kansas switches a lot defensively, at least get Dewan Harris in there as an extra excellent defensive player. I think the reason that's so going under the radar a little bit to get Dewan Harris and Remy Martin together is to have the true floor general and the guy who doesn't care about his shot too much and Dewan Harris handling the ball and picking the right. And I'm again, I'm using hand motions right now as if you know what I'm talking about, but to initiate the offense where it needs to be. Remy Martin's going to dribble up and more than likely he's going to, he's going to look to shoot at least from the look of it. Had a couple of nice assists, yes, but Dewan Harris isn't going to care about his shot necessarily. If he sees that Martin is open, he's going to pass it to him. If he sees that David McCormack is open, he's going to pass it to him. Christian Brown, Ochebaji, same deal. So in terms of a guy who knows how to run the program, who knows how to run the team, who's going to pick the right option, as opposed to the, I'm feeling it, I'm going to shoot this long three. I think Harris and Martin might be a good move here at the start of the season while Remy Martin is sort of feeling out when to get his and when to be more a part of the Kansas togetherness. Because Ocha Abaja looks sharp, which we'll get to in just a second. Actually, let's just continue with it. Running one theme into another, my man. I thought Ochai Abaji's jumper looked tighter. His form has always looked excellent. The guy always looks excellent especially getting off the bus. He gets off the bus, you say, oh my goodness, that's a basketball player I do not want to mess with. But I think we can all admit that the last two seasons, Ochai's jumper has been a little inconsistent. I think that's fair to say. So just even watching it, he clearly went to the NBA. He tested the waters. He worked on his game. And that jumper just looked like it had more zip. It looked like it had more conviction on it. It honestly 
looked like an NBA shot. We'll see how the results go this year. The athleticism is still there. He's still buff. But I thought the jumper, it looked like someone had tightened a screw on it, and the ball looked like it knew where it was going, as opposed to some of those looping lollipop, almost like a a bubble floating from his hand to the basket. Some of those three-point shots we saw, especially last year. Yes, he's had good games. Remember, he essentially won the game for KU last year at Texas Tech. And I think that's where the biggest issue with Remy Martin, quote-unquote, ball hog, if you will, could be a problem because Ochai looks like he's ready to have a breakout season. McCormack kind of looks like the same player, but he works the angles well. He's still big, strong, and imposing. So everyone's going to have to get fed a little bit right now, for sure. And my, my favorite takeaway is I am loving this go-go Hawks attitude. Kansas, they're going to need to play good defense because if they do, they're looking to run. They're looking to be fast, athletic. Yes, the athleticism on this team has improved, and I'm here for it. I thought they were slow, methodical, and plodding last year. This season, at least through an exhibition game against a lesser opponent, Yesifu, Martin, Dewan Harris, Christian Brown, Ochai Abaji, an athletic big, and David McCormack, they got the rebound. They looked to go. And that reminds me a lot of the 2018 Jayhawks, a team that made the Final Four, yes, took their lumps over the course of the season. I thought that was actually not a great team led by Devontae Graham, but they won the Big 12 and they made the Final Four. I thought that was a fast-paced, go-go team. And if you're going to have incredible depth like this year's team should, run. Burn yourself into the ground because then you bring in some more fresh legs, some more quality off the bench. That unit can run. And then it's just a line shift. And on top of that, it's just way more entertaining. Look, at the end of the day, right, this is an entertainment product. I want entertainment. I want these guys to run. I want to see Abaji dunk. I want to see McCormack dunk. I want to see Jordan Yosefu dunk. That guy's got ups. I want to see this team run. I want to see fast-paced. And I think they can do it. And I think they want to. And I want them to want to. <laughs> My biggest question mark coming out of the game against Emporia State is the defense. I just don't know how good they are. That's not a negative. I literally don't know how good defensively this team will be. They were bigger. They were faster. They were way more athletic than Emporia State. The Hornets would get into the lane. They would catch the ball at the three-point line. Their only mode of success was a pump fake. Kansas did a good job, so this is good defense technically, of not biting on the pump fake. And the minute that Emporia State rose up for whatever shot, they were all contested. It was all challenged. It was not a big deal. And, of course, <laughs> Emporia State was not really challenging for rebounds either. So it was one-shot defense, get the rebound, and go. So like I said, Remy Martin is the one who looked a little suspect on defense. Maybe it's because we were focusing on him so much. Like I mentioned, I thought Zach Clements was a little slow-footed. Not a huge deal considering the amount of contributions he's likely to do this year. Cam Martin couldn't get a read. Didn't play that much. Mitch Lightfoot, still undersized, right? 
energy, had some sweet blocks. Everyone's energized, like, yeah, Mitch is back. Look at him getting those blocks, playing an undersized team, right? That's when he's going to thrive. So he's basically the same player. Yes, he hit a three-point shot. It was a really nice back and forth between him and I think it was Yesefu. But you don't want Mitch taking that shot at the end of a shot clock. I mean, if it's at the end of the shot clock and it needs to happen, fine. But that's not option A, B, C, or D. He's the same player. So on to Michigan State. The Spartans are not ranked this year. Kansas is favored. Last I saw, and this line could move one way or the other. Kansas is a four and a half point favorite. It might be a little tougher than against Emporia State, just a guess. If you're wondering who to watch for, not really anyone for Michigan State. And I'm not going to do a full preview. We're up against it right now. Uh, but ESPN just released their top 25 players of the season heading into preseason. Uh, two Jayhawks made the team or the list, the top 25. Rami Martin and David McCormack. I think Jalen Wilson would have made that. I think Ochai Abaji will end up on that list. I think. I, I believe. I, I'm looking forward to Ochai's season. I really am, actually. Christian Brown, if he's dialed it in, boy, this could be something special. I'm not sure. The inconsistency still looked a little there. We'll see. We'll see. He looks like a grown man, though. Uh, but David McCormack, Remy Martin on that list, zero Michigan State players. But it's Tom Izzo, right? This is when you want to play Michigan State, though. Not as they sort of get some seasoning and get a roll going towards March. Although Michigan State coming off a first four loss, remember last year, where they blew a double-digit lead to UCLA, who, of course, took that momentum all the way to the Final Four in an overtime loss to Gonzaga. So plucky, hard-nosed, tough, same deal for Michigan State every single year. It'll be a good test. Something tells me someone at a halftime interview is going to say we're going to learn a lot about ourselves. And we'll go from there. Let me know your thoughts on today's episode. Let me know your thoughts on the accountability issue or non-issue with Kansas basketball. Let me know your thoughts about the exhibition game, what you noticed, or if you're just saying it's Emporia State, who cares? Enjoy the game Tuesday. I cannot wait to see how this season develops one way or another. I will let you enjoy your weekend. I just had a brain, a momentary brain fart there. But regardless, should be a really fun evening. The Duke-Kentucky game afterwards should be fun as well. Some really good recruits. Granted, I'm now realizing that it could be a throw-up fest with it being Coach K's last game. So maybe don't watch that game. Anywho, take care. Have a great weekend. Stay safe. I will let you be. I will still wish you a great job. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.